this is the old blowers, and I wanted to uh, tell you, finish up that story that I was telling you a uh, week or so or a day or so back about uh, me and old Clarence Smith riding that train, and uh, we was going up to Natural Steps. You know, we come from Bisco. Uh, that's where we lived down there, me and my daddy, and I told you that Clarence Smith come to see us. He was an old buddy of mine. He was a little little bit older than I was, and I told you about us riding that train all the way to, to Natural Steps. But, you know, it, it happened a long time ago, and uh, and sometimes you, you disremember stuff. So I, I told you, I made a little mistake. I told you that we stayed about three weeks, but I know now that we stayed a lot longer than that because I remember I remember we left the day before my brother's birthday and that was that would have been the twentieth of June. So we left going down there on the twentieth of June. And uh it didn't take us, you know, but one day and and uh, half a night to get there, but we stayed a long time because I remember what I remember is that uh, Clarence was about well when we started back, you know, and he had he had suffered a, a, a pretty pretty bad uh, injury when he fell off that train. And then I remember when we was coming back, we eat uh, uh, wild plums and persimmons. You know, they was getting ripe, so it must have been way up in the fall that we started back, and I had forgot that. And then, too, I remember that my mama had wrote us a couple of letters, at least, asking us when we was coming back home. See, my uh, Clarence's grandma had uh, had wrote and told her that we was bringing a cow home, and so I think she wanted that cow more than she wanted me. I don't really mean mean that, but what I mean was that she knowed that I'd be home sooner or later, but she wanted me to bring that cow on because they wanted the cow. So we, uh, I, I remember we went to church on a Sunday night, and uh, we started back. That that church let out about uh, nine o'clock, and I know we started on toward uh, Bisco about 9 o'clock from, from Natural Steps. And uh, we had been to a church doings up there that had a, you know, dinner on the grounds, and we could have got a lot of food to take back with us. And I wish we'd had enough sense to do it. We did get some chicken. Clarence said, let's get some of this chicken. So we got us a box of chicken, but, you know, they had cakes and pies and, and all kinds of stuff that we could have got, and I wished we had, and and uh, we did before we got back, because we might near starve to death. But we started back with that cow, and that cow was just as wild as a cow could be. And I don't know if, I guess most of you ain't never messed with cows much, but a cow is awful stout, and if they don't want to go with you, you can't make them go with you. And that cow drug me down the road. I would take a whole tour, and she wouldn't go. And she would pull back and drag me. 
and she took all the skin off my hands trying to hold on to her, and my hands were sore and raw, and I couldn't I couldn't get her to go no way, and Clarence thought he could, but he couldn't pull her neither. Now, he could hold on to her. Clarence was a bigger, little bigger than I was, and he could hold on to her, but he couldn't drag her nowhere. He couldn't make her go nowhere. So the only way that we could get that cow to go was that I would get in front of her and take a hold of the rope, and Clarence would get behind her and twist her tail, and she would go, you know, when he got to twisting her tail. But he had to watch out because she was trying to kick his, well, she's trying to kick him because he had a hold of her tail, and she wanted to kick whatever that was that had a hold of her tail. So we took her down the road, her a-kicking and and me a-hanging on to her, and she wore us out, and we'd have to stop and rest, and uh, then we'd get her and take off again and go another mile or two, and uh, she was just as wild as she could be. And when we got plumb tarred out, then we'd lay down and you know, tie the cow to a tree and lay down and, and sleep or try to get some sleep, and then we'd start on the next day. And uh, so... People got to watching us, you know, and they'd honk the horns at us and ask us where we was going with that cow. And I told them we was going to Bisco, and they didn't believe me. And they said, you can't get that cow to Bisco. And I said, well, we got to. And I said, that's where we live. So they they commenced to feeling sorry for us, and they would, uh, I remember, it, the news got up the road ahead of us. People got to hearing about that cow and them boys bringing that cow up the road. And whenever we'd get somewhere and come up to a house, well, somebody would holler out, there come them boys with that cow. And Clarence made him mad. And he, Clarence was bad to cuss anyway. And uh, he would start cussing. He'd say, I wish that. I ain't going to say what he said, but he said, I wish that woman would shut her mouth about that cow. But anyway, uh, we at uh, Persimmons on the way to from uh, Natural Steps to Little Rock, and we at Wild Plums, but I, I don't know how long it took us. It took us two or three days because that cow wasn't cooperating, and we liked to starve to death because we was wore out from wrestling with that cow but about the time we started getting into little rock people got to waiting on us and they would feed us and people got to sharing their food with us if if we come up and it was dinner time well they'd they'd feed us and they'd give us uh, you know they had country food taters and and black-eyed peas and and uh, i remember one time we got chicken and uh they would feed us and uh, share whatever they had with us. I remember one woman give me a a peach pie. She said that she'd give that to me and we'd have it for supper, which we did. And I remember a little girl, she lived in this great big house up there all about halfway up uh, Cantrell Hill, if you're familiar with, with Little Rock. And she had a bunch of candy. I guess, you know, they was rich. And, uh, because they lived in a great big house, and she had this candy, and 
She told us we could have all of it we wanted, said she was tired of it. And she, uh, by that time, the uh, the cow had gentled up and she went out and petted the cow and, and we ate the candy. She said we could have all we wanted, said she didn't care. She could get all she wanted. I reckon her daddy was rich. I, but we, uh, that cow had gentled up. i tell you what happened. See, that that road between, uh, well, Cantor Road, uh, Highway 10 is what it is, comes all the way from all the Oklahoma border all the way to, you know, to Little Rock. It was a gravel road at that time. And that cow's feet got wore out on that gravel road, and she couldn't walk. She was she was stove up as bad as we was. And so we come to a junk pile directly, and there was a bunch of old rubber boots in that junk pile that people had thrown away. And uh, we got them boots, and we put them boots on that cow. And that cow let us do it. By that time, she'd... She jittled up, you know. She didn't want to to run no more. She couldn't. She was she was sore walking on that gravel road just like we was, and so we put them boots, put a pair on her front legs and a pair on her back legs, and she come down that road with us wearing them boots, and she was glad to get them, I guess. But people got to laughing about that because they'd see us coming, and we had that cow, and that cow was wearing boots. And so that was another reason that they started sharing their food with us. So we got to Little Rock, but I was I was plum give out. But we had to go on Nabisco. Nabisco is another 50 miles east of Little Rock. And we come through Lone Oak, and, and of course word had done come down the road that we was coming with that cow, and people fed us all the way in. You know, we didn't get hungry no more. And we didn't eat no more wild plums neither. We got chicken and and uh, and pork chops. I remember some one uh, one uh, woman give us pork chops, and uh, so we eat good all the way. But I want to tell you that trip nearly killed me because I was I was so sore, and my hands you know hadn't healed up, and and I was tired of walking and had blisters on my feet, and Clarence wasn't in no better shape than I was. And uh, I had, you know, I'd been out in the sun, and I had these fever blisters, these cold sores all over me. And uh, it, it, when when uh, when I finally did get home, I took to the bed, and I spent about a week in bed before I could get up to do anything. But, you know, a kid will do something. I couldn't do that now for save my life. Of course, I got better sense than to try now. But we uh, we took that cow, like I say, all the way from Natural Steps to Bisco. And uh, I'll tell you about the, the cow. She was a good milk cow when we left, and we used to, we milked the cow. All the way back, I didn't tell you that, but we had to. You know, a cow has to be milked, and we milked her, and we didn't have nothing to put the milk in, and we put it in Clarence's hat, and we drunk some of it on the way uh, from from Natural Steps because we didn't have nothing to eat except 
wild persimmons and them plums. And so we we drunk that milk for ways, but then, uh, like I say, people started feeding us. But we did have to milk the cow. But when we got about, oh, uh, between Lono and Carlisle, that cow dried up. What I mean is she couldn't give no milk. And I want to tell you something, that cow never did give no milk the rest of her life. And I don't know what it done to her. But uh, she couldn't give no milk. And, you know, uh, if you've been around cows, you know that uh, what makes a cow give milk is if she has a, a calf, you know, and they, they'll have a calf and then they can give milk for a period of time. And so she was with a bull, I know, you know, a bunch of times, but she just couldn't have no calf. And that cow never did give no milk the rest of her life. And she uh, she was a good gentle cow, but she wasn't, you know, didn't do any any good for anybody because she couldn't give no milk. But, you know, that wasn't her fault. She couldn't help it. But anyway, that that's the story that I, that I was going to tell you. And I know I've rambled a little bit because it's kind of hard to tell something like that and get all the the details in, and besides that, like I say, this happened way back yonder. And see, when uh, when Brenda Puckett, you know, I told this story to her, and what she done was she was, uh, you know, Brenda Puckett is a smart girl, and she's a writer, and so what she done was she took, she wrote down what I said, but then when she put it in the paper, she straightened it out so you it made sense. So anyway, I'm going to stop here, and uh, and I'll have another story for you in a day or two. Y'all, everybody take care.